0: welcome to story comic presents where we interview amazing storytellers and artists this is episode 297 i'm your host barney smith of storycomic.com and we're excited to be welcoming back our good friend Matthew Wolf, the award-winning writer and author of the widely acclaimed fantasy series, The Ronin Saga. And Matt, you're here to talk about, you came on last year and you to really talk about and push Sky Thief, which was book one of your Realm Walker series. And now, as of this recording, it is the impending release is happening within days, correct?
1: Days. We're three days away and counting uh, for August 22nd. For sky thieves release on ebook and audiobook.
0: wow man so uh so, so talked about so talk to us a little bit about the fact that um last time you're on your you're talking about the kickstarter so give us some updates on how that kickstarter went
1: it was awesome uh i'm so honored we so we launched it you know and it was it was i was just i was still writing it at the time um and i was like hey guys this book is coming out i think it's gonna be pretty good it's It's a fantasy book, but it has, I think we talked about, like these lit RPG elements um, with kind of like the aspect of a character having to, and kind of a realm climbing tree. So we see the giant tree there. We have to climb up this realm and get to this. um, This character falls in a new world and he has to become more powerful. Um, And a lit RPG elements with kind of some um, aspect of starting at a copper and going to a bronze and so forth. Uh, So yeah, everyone's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, I like it. Book one of a new series and we launched it. I uh, got top five on Kickstarter. I was super honored. You know, I think we raised about like a little over 30,000 and for the, just for the paperbacks, hardcovers, and then eBooks. And so we ended up doing them all special edition. Um, so they're, all the bells and whistles are there. Tons of cool artwork for, you know, the characters and um, creatures like these, uh, you know, dragons and all these cool things that have been kind of added into it. Um, and now uh, we, we and then we did about um, two months after that, or three, four months after that, we did the audiobook release uh, or pre-order release. And so this has all been hyping up. <laughs> Everyone's donated ton of money. Everyone's been like, "Here, let, let let us buy it." And I'm like, you know, uh, so now the the reality of it, it's not just a it's not a Ponzi scheme. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm releasing it all um, in the next two to three days.
0: That's amazing. And so and so. what were some of the newer things that happened be, because of your Kickstarter success that you were able to add into it that we, we didn't know about before?
1: So a few things. We were always just going to do like an offset print run, but we had such a big um, kind of backing that we were able to um, do. One, we have now the cover is um, going to be like the embossed lettering. We're going to do gold foil. So when you take the cover off, you have this kind of nice gold you know, foil on the lettering um there's more artwork there's a lot of like items in the game essentially so like um a, a this arsenal glove that can kind of do different devices and you know kind of has this like oh, almost yeah. a marble sized thing that you can put things into and so um we have in now if you look on the side of the the you know kind of page 80 or whatever you know has um the book there and has descriptions on that so um it's 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 super exciting to have kind of all this interior artwork added onto it. Um, So that was the thing. So interior artwork, exterior artwork, um, and then and then and then as a whole, we have uh, we're obviously we know we have tons of merchandise that we're doing too. Like we have the coins, everything. That was an that was a fun addition. So there's three main characters: Dren, uh, Kara, and Vox. Dren's kind of this rap scallion guy who gets into trouble. Kara is like this clever. she's the one that when they fall into the new world they meet her standing on this like kind of grassy green hilltop um and then we have vox who's kind of the big brutish um individual and so they each have a symbol uh, a griffin a raven uh, and a hawk and so we have kind of symbolized different merchandise based on their on their things and then we see there the chapter each of the chapter titles is uh revolving around each one of the characters as well
0: and then also, we're looking at also that all those unlocked stretch goals that, we, you, that you had set up, custom chapter art, metal bookmarks, interior art, and then you did mention the upgraded hardcovers, and then you have the leather ha- Haran map.
1: Yeah, exactly. I always thought I love maps. So that's always when people open up the book one of, um, of the Ronan Saga, they always, the first thing they mention is go, oh my God, like this is so cool. Well, it's better than the map of Heron, which is the world of, of the sky of Sky Thief, than a leather map. Um, so that was really fun to do. Um, and so yeah, so I and you know the custom hardcovers, everyone likes a hardcover, and but I've been trying to like really give these Kickstarter collectors editions. But we actually did a um, a run of two thousand this time. So um, and they're signed and numbered. One through two thousand. So the oh, first I think thousand are kind of claims. The last thousand are still um kinda of up for grabs. Um and then and normally we just do the hardcover editions, all fancy with that. Um, right. but we were able to do a, a paperback run too. Um
0: with how did this how did this one compare to your ronin Saga Kickstarters?
1: I think our last Ronin Saga Kickstarter for Tides of Fate for Book Four was 15 to 20k um this one was 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 a bump up um and it was nerve-wracking because this is a new series and i know each of the books that i've been writing like i just try to pour my heart and soul to make each book better than the last book um so it was exciting to see i'm like hey look like this is a really good book like at the time when i started doing the release the kickstarter it was still like 60 percent it was only 60 percent done and i and i knew the outline so clear that i knew it was going to be a good book so it was kind of a little bit of a leap of faith for both me and for the, the reader um but it was cool because as i started kind of continuing i was able to release some chapters and and the the coolest thing happened is that the book became just as good as i hope for um you know hurting patting myself on the back for that like it's it's a really fun book it's quicker than some of the other ones i think it's sitting around like 450 pages um but the characters just have such a quick bond something that actually took a little while in the and Saga. There's some, some favorite characters, but the kind of the, you know, you, you really quickly, uh, they encounter some, some true difficulties that have to kind of forge their friendship. Um, and so, yeah, I think that was that the kind of the releasing of the chapters helped people kind of solidify their excitement for it. And then, um, and then of course the different Kickstarter had different options. You know, we did like, um, I haven't signed and numbered things before i haven't had as many bells and whistles um, we can see we have numbered book plates that are going to come with each of the books um mm. so a lot of those little things that i realized that people had met, messaged me and looked for uh, in the book and i wanted to kind of like and i go to all these cons and you know and i sell books behind the table and every single time they're like oh this is a beautiful book and that just makes me go, but what if it could be like a little more beautiful, you know? Obviously, like <laughs> I look at so, there's so many authors out there that have some, some really beautiful books. Uh, I'm a sucker for leather bounds. And that's something that we're going to do down the way. But I was like, what, if, how can I make the best traditional hardcover prior to getting to leather bound? Um, so I reached out to this company and they were like, you know, uh, here, you can do this. You can get stitching, you know, it's not glue bound. It's every book is hand stitched. We have Um, the binding for the book itself, uh, or sorry, not the binding, but the book, the paper at the edging, um, instead of gilded edges, the, the kind of main theme in this book is kind of this cool metallic blue. So all the page edging is going to be sprayed this metallic blue. So it's just this really beautiful book, um, that I think is going to add to the reading experience. Um, so.
0: Excellent. And so, for those that want to learn more about Sky Thief, uh, what we're going to do is now uh, link over to the interview we had last year when this Kickstarter was live, and you really got into depth on how that the entire world and story that you created, as well. Yeah,
1: that's a great way. I think we I think we went we went deep into that, and then for everyone too, um, I think we kind of mentioned too, but this one is really. If you like audiobooks, Michael Kramer is is the narrator of this one. And uh he, you know, does Wheel of Time, Brandon Sanders and Stormlight Archives. Um, he does an amazing job. The AI is is quirky, off the beat, it's a pair of glasses, and he just like uh <laughs> he, he did the first chapter and I made him do the rendition again and again, and on the third or fourth time he did it, it was I was like, That's it, that's the one. And he he messaged me afterward, and this is gonna be Michael Kramer, I'll, obviously I'm paying him a lot of money. Uh <laughs> mm-hmm. but he was like um wow, I'm in awe. Um and so I, I it was probably one of the highlights of as far as compliments go. Um so if you love audiobooks, I think this is this one's gonna be one of my favorite ones. All right.
0: All right now here is our interview we did last year. So how would you describe progression fantasy?
1: Good question. So progression fantasy is the newest kind of genre. It started from lit RPG, which is a lot of people know is basically fantasy that's um in a kind of video game-esque kind of undertone it doesn't necessarily have to be but it's a lot of times like someone you know puts a um a lot of people who watched um playing on the it's name like now but ready player people. one yeah like ready player one exactly some sort of like headgear vr right. thing on and they transported a new world so progression fantasy is uh, <laughs> um, is basically advancement and ranking up in a system. So, like, okay. it's, there's a few requirements. Number one is that a character is constantly progressing, as, as the name is kind of self-evident. So they are, and usually it's shown in some sort of, like, they start as a copper, they go to a silver, they go to a gold. Um, okay, they go to like a lord realm, and so there's a very like advancement system. Um, it's not so much, and then there's a few different kind of branches off there's a western side, and then there's this kind of eastern side where the eastern side is like they harness their um chi and their internal energy, and they do meditation and they do that kind of stuff to advance and become stronger as a person. So that's kind of the thing. Number one is some sort of like very clear definitive advancement. Number two, that the character's motives and like they are hungry to get stronger. They just Mm. never stop advancing. Whereas fantasy, you can have a lot of like moments where they like, they doubt themselves and there's there can be doubt in progression fantasy, but generally they're like a steamroller just constantly getting stronger, faster, advancing. Um, you even see glimpses of what they could be, become. Um, there's another series called uh, Cradle series by Will White, and the final form is like these cosmic judges that can obliterate planets with a swing of their blade. You know, and so you see this character who's an ultimate underdog, um, who basically has no, can't, you know, can't ca- cast a, a can't light a candle, and at the very end they're gonna be obliterating planets. So it's like this really really fun uh how did they get to that that, that area
0: but, but isn't that something your, your characters in in ronin saga could technically fit within progression fantasy
1: then too right yeah it's a little nebulous of a term because right. you know like gray advances and he gets stronger obviously and we see like right. how we feel. totally totally very true um the other i think i think the clear ranking is kind of the, is one of the main um deviations from it. it's like how i need to, how they're getting stronger but when gray gets stronger he's a ronin and he gets stronger as ronin and we can see now instead of being able to like lift up uh a wagon he can like lift up you know like i don't know like toss aside a whole army you know with with, with power of the wind well not quite but uh so but where this one, it's like, oh, I know he's stronger because he literally had to, like, one of the things that happens a lot of in these advancement sagas, they will go through some sort of, like, purging when they go to the next rank. So from, like, a silver to gold rank, they'll actually, like, the toxins of their body will be purged out and they'll purify themselves and they're, like, their skin will get hardened and they'll he- their healing will advance. And and it's just a very, like, clear delineation of how uh, how they get stronger. But so it's kind of, like, it's kind of like a it's kind of like lit rpg with leveling but without saying leveling if that makes sense because there's just a lot of like i think lit rpg is becoming less popular and more stigmatized because it's kind of like a lot of people are, i don't know if i want to walk, like read a video game novel right. um progression's trying to be i think the bridge between those two
0: would you contract I mean, like- with someone to make a supplement role-playing game for this
1: i would love to do that one of the things so there's so many ideas with a new like, kickstarter coming out right and th- this is gonna be one of the biggest ones yet but there's i would probably want to do something that's super popular is these d d like one shots or dd compendium and right. i've had so many cool artists come up to me and be like hey look like i'd love to do art for the saga and i'm like there's always, you know, I want to illustrate that the heck out of a, out of my, my book, but I'm, it's going to be a graphic novel, you know, um, which we're going to be doing a lot. in the Sky guy, there's a lot of really cool art, like you were showing, which really, uh, was great. One of the things I'm going to do is first, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to do d and I'm going to do a compendium. So I'm going to show, you know, the Far Haven universe. I'm going to show right. sprites and Dryads and dragons and all that stuff. But now I think I want to do, uh, like, it, like you just said, like a DD and d one, one-off for either Sky Thief or for the Ronin Saga. I think it'd be really cool to show like a choose your own adventure quest. Uh, And they've been super popular on, um, on, uh, on crowdfunding for people to check that out and kind of get into that. So I think that's probably the next time.
0: So what are some of the things that you're able to do in Sky Thief in your, uh, in in this series that you're, that you've never been able to do in the Ronin Saga series?
1: Good question. So one (laughs) of the things that I can do, i said that, they're a good question. Um, one of the things that I've been able to do, aside from just apply my new better writing. (laughs) uh, (laughs) There's no writer, you know, you evolve, like better is is relative. You know, a lot of people love book one. Um, I honestly think that, you know, not smack talking, I'm not gonna name any specific series, but some people's book ones as writers are actually somehow end up sometimes being better. Um, because they I don't know, they just are simpler and they're like they're not trying they're not trying to be highfalutin and all this one of the things i was able to do was explore a character who actually starts in a modern world okay so he actually starts in kind of a dystopian new new york um which was super weird to write a character who lives in kind of our times future you know kind of apocalyptic version of it and mm-hmm. uh immediately get him out of there because i don't want to I'm i'm all about a fantasy world so he immediately falls through a portal and uh, kind of this um, uh, this pool into a new realm, kind of a grassy, verdant, classic, medieval fantasy realm. Um, but there's a few things that were, were kind of cool and different. One, now I can, when he references things, Dren is kind of this, uh, the main character, is kind of this uh, irreverent, rapscallion, you know, 18-year-old thief, which I always love. But everyone's favorite character in the Ron saga is Darius, and he's always making jokes at the wrong time. And he's just you know so i was like i'm just gonna recreate like a different version of darius because <laughs> it's just super fun to have these kind of sassy characters who don't who want to avoid responsibility but always end up doing the right thing right. matt prophet yeah. from wheel time is one of my favorite examples of that so one i can now have these characters i can have I, I like that character so I, that's kind of i like gray as a character i think he's a great classic like harry potter-esque kind of character where you're like they're honorable and they try to do the right thing um and they have you know moments of quirks but they're not like quirky throughout so it's kind of fun to explore a entirely new different main main character um it's also cool to have him reference things and think in terms that way we think when you write a fantasy character gray can't be like man my i was running so fast my arms were pumping like battery acid dren can do that because living in a world so I, it it opens up the world uh for for some of the writing things and metaphors and all that um And then the last thing is that um, i was able to explore i was able to set up the world differently so i'm not necessarily being super i'm being a little mysterious on where sky thief takes place as far as relative to the ronin saga um whether it's another dimension whether it's another planet you know farther away whether it's it's i'll say this it's not really so much the times kind of actually end up overlapping a little bit okay Uh, But one of the things is there's there's this giant world tree, and I love, I've always been fascinated with by Yggdrasil, world tree of the Norse mythology, and so I just thought this was so cool. It was originally a totally different idea, but he has to climb this world tree, um, and I just love this tower climbing um, world where exactly, perfect segue. And so now he like he has to start in the land of Heron and then go on to Ten, and then to Vara, and then to Sanctum. And so there's these four different realms. Um, that he begins in Heron's kind of a Norse Viking esque culture, uh, green rolling verdant hills, and and then that each of the cultures is uh, based on that too. So you'll have uh, you know the creatures in in Heron are like these you know giant wolves and you know mm. sea serpents and stuff like that that are very Norse esque. But then when you go above, you can actually see in uh, the the realm above in Ten these kind of uh sky eels you know kind of uh dipping beneath the cloud surface for this kind of asian realm that that Mm. that and then vara is kind of um an indian uh realm and they're all kind of loosely based on this idea of like it originally started because i wanted to base each of these cultures on the idea of kind of pseudo reincarnation um and it's veered away a little bit from that and so reincarnation is not quite as prevalent of a theme in this uh, and then ultimately, Sanctum is the highest. It's this kind of like celestial god to your realm, which is fairly mysterious And what is up there. Are there
0: characters that you just can't wait to see if they can meet someday out of the two books or anything like that?
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think it's going to be... You know You know. what's funny? I haven't thought about it too much, but I'm like... Because it's a little bit away, but like, I, I can't... I think when people get enamored because you know, far, you know, Farhaven Haven, the run is fairly established and they know Faye and certain, right. but Faye meeting Dren, like certain characters that I already know so well, yeah. having written sky thief, I think it's just going to be so fun and interesting and fascinating. I'm like, they're going to be this beautiful oil and water, you know, mixture That's, that's going to be so fun to, to portray. Wow.
0: And so what, how does as you mentioned kind of like a, a, a magic type system? is there is there any equi- equivalence or or anything like that on like that the fantasy level? is there a uh, equity among the magic systems between the two places?
1: Yeah, so they' you'll see that they're they're different in the sense that like when Dren in Sky thief advances, he does have like he literally goes copper and then elder copper and then silver and elder silver. And that's the kind mm-hmm. of like advancement system in when he does, but you'll notice very quickly on that it's very elemental based. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, so as we know, um, so you'll see, Oh, well, wait a second. Like I, and, and I also wanted to explore the elements that haven't really been touched on from a main character's perspective in sky thief. So where gray has wind in um in Sky Thief, Dread has Moon, and Moon is really fascinating. And so we're gonna, you know, see Moon in Farhaven in the Ron Sog universe for the for the for the run of Moon there. But I I really thought it'd be cool to explore it in a different sense, in a different world, and how it's used. You kind of begin to wonder, like, okay, well, um, fire can still shoot fireballs, and Sun right. can still, you know, shoot blasts, you know, rays of Sun. But we know that in the Haven universe there's a lot of different um, unique ways of doing it. So for instance, Moon is going to be able to do things um, like play with the idea of gravity a little bit. Um, it's also going to be able to do things like uh, open up a portal of moon that can kind of like, if anyone's ever played the game portal, you know, reach your hand through this kind of sphere of this, this thing of Moon to grab a dagger you know that was you know laying on a, a table nearby and pull it out and you know use it to attack his foe or whatever. So it's going to be kind of a fun, unique way, and you go, wait a second, is this something that is easily done in Farhaven? Um, are they more advanced than Farhaven's kind of ranks and worlds? Um, so yeah, very much elemental, um, but then there's some other kind of takes on it too. Um, but yeah, so the, Dre, Grant, and then and then there's a little bit of uh, technology undertone. Uh, I believe we were we were chatting about. It. I showed you some. There's like an arsenal glove that he has because he begins in this kind of new New York world. So he ends up having these kind of certain aspects exactly. So he can like use this thing and it it gets stronger and advances and grows in the beginning. In the beginning, that's more like an arsenal arm. Um, But in the beginning, it's just a glove. And then it goes longer and bigger and stronger as it kind of levels up and advances. Um, That's cool. Yeah. And so he has this, and it even has this kind of like, you see the grappling hook there thing. So it can like use his grappling hook and, you know, eventually put like different little nodules inside of it. So like variations, you know, one's gonna be a grappling hook. Um, one might be kind of a web or something like that, you know, I won't play too spider man but like different kind of ways that he can kind of access his glove. And so, so yeah, there's little technological pieces that he's taken from the other world, uh, including hover boots, um, and and some because everyone likes some good zelda the But
0: that's true and yeah and yeah and i we did see the hover boots as well yeah yeah
1: yeah i'm going to try to play with that it's not the final version but i want to do like some yeah there's like those little boosters uh, um but i want to do like yeah the wings and the kind of everything where the chinese version uh, of or the kind of yeah eastern version of of progression fantasy is that it's all about like taking a like pill or um, some sort of elixir or something to advance. There's some of that in this. I'm um, 50% internal advancement and 50% item advancement. If that makes sense. Okay.
0: Yep. So
1: the things that he has make him stronger and the stuff that he does, I, I think both are cool. Um, so, yeah. All right.
0: so what are, as you mentioned before is like, you know, this is, this is not your fifth book. Um, what are some tips that you could give to writers? Uh, What are some of the things that you, specific advice that you could give to writers who that that you wished you knew on your first book that you've now implemented in your fifth book? Mm,
1: That's a good one. Um, I would say that with the fifth book and with Sky Thief, the thing that I've most learned is to have a main character who you know inside out okay so the more i think part of the problem with writing my first book was i had an idea of what would be cool you know which is great (laughs) that's how you start. like what would be cool all the run saga what would be cool elements but i haven't heard of the element of flesh or metal before all that's great these are kind of like the little sifting for nuggets thing and i always talk about it like you're nuggets that you're panning for gold and you're like little nugget of gold, little nugget of gold. So right. that was my original way. But I realized it's hard to write a story with just nuggets of gold. Cause you don't really have like, you don't know how it's all going to tie together. So for the biggest thing for me was Dren and gray and Faye is only when I got into book two and three and four, did I really feel like my characters were telling the story versus me telling the story. So I feel like knowing your, characters and and having your characters have a distinct personality um and arc of course um really will set you up everything else falls in place when i knew what dren wanted his motivation to climb the world tree to stop marcus talent this trillionaire guy who's from a different realm to um to stop him from from kind of destroying this world from trying to steal this seraph's key this ultimate um pandora's box that will open up you know give give him ultimate power um and then and i knew his kind of sassy or or, you know reverent character um it just became it became really clear it became like a golden line that even when i got sidetracked or writer's block or whatever i was like well dren's gonna pull me through this because i know what he wants and i know who he is right so Uh, so
0: Because there is four levels, is this going to be four books in uh, the Realm Walker series?
1: That's the plan. The plan is uh, four books, just to kind of like get people as an intro into the world. Um, Mm -hmm. The other option is 25 books. No, I just (laughs) can't. The other option is never ending. Um, (laughs) The books is looking to be like, the plan was originally to do 300 page books and right. i was like oh just these like little 300 page books um whereas these knife's edge and the run Sagas, is these 700 um page behemoths not quite even Xandar. you know i know they're they're even they're even way bigger robert and then yeah i'm thinking about 350 to 450 pages for each book um and then for four books right now, um, but we'll see. I think the plan is as soon as I finish Sky Thief, I'm gonna go right back into book five, but it's tough. It's one of those things that's super tough because I'm so excited for the second book, Sky Thief, and I want people to get it. you know, like it's a series. And so I want people to be like, oh my, what's gonna happen next? It leaves on a really cool note. So it's, if I could be two people and write at the same time, it'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. If I had to put on my prediction hat, I would say that Obviously, all my Run and Saga fans, I think, are going to easily bleed over. Right. Um, but a lot of those fans, that it's hard to recapture because it's like, right. you know, I have my email list, you know, with my you know, my newsletter. And all those people are going to be like, yeah, I'm in uh, for yeah. the most part. But there's uh, hundreds of thousands of copies that have been sold to people that I'll never see again that it may never, you know, that they'll, they'll you know, they're, I don't know if they're ever going to know the Realm Walkers is out there. I think Audible might push it to them. But I think that I think it's going to be a little. I think it's going to. I think it's going to be. I think the Venn diagram is going to be like twenty or thirty percent with a lot of my fans. But I think it's really going to open up if it's done the way I think it is done. Right. I think the Run Walkers thing could. I think if progression fantasy is the algorithm that I think it is, I think it'd be even bigger than the Run Saga, which would be really interesting to me. Which would be great because then it would hopefully that 20 or 30% of those people who read the realm walkers will go on to be like, where's, where's, where's this go? Where's this, how's this leading to Farhaven?" Um, Cause it kind of has a prequel-esque kind of feel. So you're like, well, when, when the realm walkers ends, where does Farhaven take off?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. So, that's- so there,
0: is, there was a, there is a, there is, did this, so here, so, With the idea of creating Sky Thief and also the Realm Walker series, did this change your outline for your meta plot for your Ronin saga at all? Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, it kind of did. okay. Yeah, it did. It kind of did set up things a little differently. Um, It brought it to a bigger scale, too, because Farhaven is pretty big scale. Um, But it, it brought it more cosmere it brought it more universal and brought it more like well how what is what are the ramifications of of when gray and team save Farhaven, fingers crossed and stop i'm not going to spoiler anyone who hasn't gotten too far into it but um you know they have to kind of unite the nine kingdoms and and and, and stop this kind of rising evil but what is what does that have to do with skyth even what is that what's the bigger ramifications of that so i i think as a whole um it's yeah. It's 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 changed. It's changed what. It's changed what's going to happen for for Gray and Company entirely. And I think it's going to be fun too because I, I'm I'm seeing the main characters, and I think I mentioned this before off camera. I'm that I'm seeing some of the higher tier characters, these characters who are going to Sanctum and stuff like that. How they will bleed over into Farhaven, and so it's like um, I'm trying to plan out. I'm trying to plan out what those characters are going to do and say, and um, yeah, I'm being a little nebulous, but, <laughs> <laughs> a little but yeah, it has it has changed the plot. Okay, so
0: as you as your writing style, have you have you have you been deliberate in still keeping a writing style for the both series, or or have you been able to deliberately tweak it a tweak tweak Sky Thief a little bit to? make it feel a little bit more different than Ronan Saga because it's the same author's voice in a way. Is there a way that you were deliberate in tweaking anything?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was a little deliberate with it. I mean, some of it's just evolving as a writer. So you kind of like, okay, well this reads a little like a more advanced tides of fate or a more advanced book five. And um there's just that, you know, as, as you kind of grow and change, but there's a lot more humor, I'd say, I think there's okay. a lot of humor in, far even but mostly it's done through two main characters through darius and and helix and you know those are the kind of the the sassy irreverent characters but in this one i think i tried to really it's woven through everything i mean it's basically a character who falls into an entirely new world so everything is blowing his mind you know um so it's like you know there's a scene in the first like 20 pages after he falls in his new world that there's like a giant uh bunny that hops out of this like forest you know and it's only to find out that there's just giant creatures in general it's a giant spider that comes out and wraps up in webs and you know then they have to run it. like of course you know and so i i, I was reading it with my um, beta beta readers my alpha readers and i was like there was the first 10 pages you know i i think i have some some moments in far haven but i think this one really truly i was i was cracking up you know um maybe i have a very easy sense of humor but i was you know, we were reading the first ten pages, like kind of together on like a scary Patreon thing, and I was like, you know, I was I was tearing up because it was like it's it was fun to take it self, you know, seriously as a whole, um, but really um, interject this character being like like flipping tables because he's just so so you know gobsmacked by this this entirely different world.
0: Right. So you had. So now I'm gonna. And now I'm just wondering: is this like a Russian doll situation where there's more layers? Because you said he, your main character came from a post-apocalyptic world. Is there another genre of series that you could potentially write then? That takes place before that. That takes place and what happened in that world that their main character came from?
1: I could. Yeah, I've never. I did. Ex, I did write the backstory to that, and I wrote like okay. what. I think what's going to end up happening is just going to be more told like vignettes and like flashbacks right. and things like that in that right. world. Um, it could be a post-apocalyptic. and I could have three genres. I'm trying to like <laughs> kind of like, like gradually shift. I'm like, Hey, you guys, you guys like fantasy? You like progression fantasy. It's fantasy, but people rank up and it's pretty more like, so it's just a little, right. cool, like, you know, more, but I, I feel like um, I'd like to think of myself as a versed author Um but I think that sounds scary to try something entirely. Like, by the way, here's post-apocalyptic yeah. horror or something. You yeah. know, like you know. Um, but it would be cool to to kind of explore that. When I was writing I was having a lot of fun, and I cut out 60 pages of what the post-apocalyptic world was because right. I was like, it's not super relevant to this. Um, but it was fun to write, and it and it provides a lot of his motivation and background. You know, his. He's following this trillionaire who basically is this you know this kind of he's carved out from this world. This guy named Marcus Hallen, who's Hallen Enterprises, kind of like the the bad version of Wayne Enterprises, and he's uh um and so his sister is 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 essentially it's just kind of it's almost kind of this way that like this guy created this mortality drug, and then they all ended up it's kind of ruined the world because everyone's become shells of kind of their former selves. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was a huge, huge background that I wrote. And then I was like, wait a second, that's not really like super relevant. I think it's just going to like be told through context. Uh, <laughs> on how it's like, you know, his sister was, you know, became this shell of a person through this immortality drug that ruined her. And it was Marcus Allen's fault. And, and now he's, He's, you know, now he has this vendetta against Marcus Allen to, who who ruined his sister and his, and the world, who basically carved out this world who, who kind of soaked up, kind of like a vampire soaking up the blood from, from all of the, this world and then drops into a brand new world. And then this Marcus Allen character now is in the world of, uh, of Heron, of, of Sky Thief. And you're like, man, this guy, does this guy just go to different universes and just, you know, soaks it all up and, uh. And, and so now it's it's pretty it's pretty fun it was pretty fun to write that and i'm like oh i do want to write a side story about about marcus hallen and how he how, he, how he, his pre pre sky thief moments but um, <laughs> at this point i'd probably just end up writing 65 different things and not finishing anything.
0: <laughs> so last time you were on your website was and it is now matt-wolf.com correct so is that it, that's mostly because now you have a second series
1: yeah it's because the second series and you know if there's a third series ever you know um, one day um i just been looking at like for so long i thought i was the ron of the ronin saga and i realized that mm. that is my baby and that like i don't want anyone to think that there's in any way it's not really the forefront of my mind even with sky thief um i still think of the Ron saga. i mean i just sold you know i was just at denver selling the Ron saga you know it's just like right. that's who i'm talking to that's my core fan base that's like um those are the characters that i love and this is really if anything kind of a an appendix of, uh, you know a homage to the road saga but then i was like you know brand sanderson patrick Roths, all these guys you know they they're they have a main series um but i want people to be like you know like oh this is this was written by matt wolf and um right. and kind of branch out from that so So you
0: have on here, so people can actually buy your books from your website as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They can buy the whole set. There's a set deal. They can actually get signed copies. uh, Wow. Okay. Which is like a lot of times I go to these conventions and I'll sell a bunch of books. And everyone's like, well, how do I get the next book signed? Um, Right. Like, well, you know, just go on matt-wolf.com and, you know, check out paperbacks or hardcovers or, and then you'll see. Yeah. And they're pretty much like they're even cheaper than uh, most Amazon. So it's just a way of like, Um, And then I do like the set collections 49 for the entire paperback set. And I just want people to be able to get. And then, of course, it's great for me too. Um, It's kind of taken off lately because for a long time people were like, I'll sort it on Amazon. And now uh, now people are like, wait a second. Like, I can get the signed books on on the website and I can get the merchant on that. Right. Um, And of course, you know, as an author, we always get a bigger cut when it's directly from us.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that's true. And yeah, you can get, and that's a pretty good deal too. You get the hardcover paperback, hardcover plus paperback novellas for 150 bucks, which would retail for 230 bucks.
1: Exactly. All four novellas and all, or all, yeah, four novellas and four hardcovers. So it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. People will be like, at the convention, I do the, the hardcover set, I think for like, so, something around there. People are like, are you sure? And I'm like, I, I mean, yeah. Like the trick is, I have you for all nine bucks. Once, <laughs> once you're, once you're in on the first four, you know, then, then I got you hook. Right. So,
0: and they, and you, and if they order them from their website, you'll sign them too, right? Is that what you say? Yeah,
1: exactly. Wow. Yeah, okay. I sign book on the website, and then um, some yeah. people will individually message me when you go to like the checkout, and then you'll be able right. to like, say, like, if you want it signed specifically a certain way, um, yeah. But generally, I'll just sign them.
0: nice so sky and so i also want to talk about your patreon yeah Uh, you have an amazing patreon Uh, do you want to talk people uh, briefly about your your you have seven levels too so there is something for everyone on here and i think it's very affordable and you got some really good um really good ways to you, to help out your patro- your, your patrons, you got some really high quality things for them
1: as Thank well. You. I'm, I'm, I like, I get chills. I'm just so like honored. <laughs> like when I started the Patreon, I was so like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, if you guys want to support me and, um, and see where it goes. And the first, first patron ever was like, it's like, Oh wow. This is like a year and a half ago. I was like, really? Okay. You guys, you guys want to hear more, some insider stuff. And now it's grown. And right. um, yeah, so I, anything from a dollar a month, if you just want to support, um, you actually can see. So even at a dollar a month, um, you get to see all, about 60, 70% of the posts, which are a bunch of insider posts. I love to like right. you know, show artwork that's never been done before or chapters that people may never see or just chapters ahead of time. Um, the patrons are super involved in because they're my core fan base on what do you guys like between these different covers? What do you like between these different names? Um, They're some of the ones that helped me come up with Realm Walkers. Um, And so it's a very interactive community. And then uh, $3, um, I just follow you on social media. $5 is one of the main ones where people can actually get insider chapters. Um, So yeah, I, I will deliver specific about once a week, uh, so twice a week, depending on how quickly the chapters are going, I'll upload a chapter to the to the Patreon. You'll be able to get it, um, and then and then I make an ebook available at the um, Arbiter at the ten dollar level, and then one okay. of the most popular levels, um, twenty five is the Ronin, is where you become in every book now your name is in the back and the acknowledgments. Uh, but dra- so the two main ones that have kind of really taken off is is dragon so we have uh and i think yeah we have eight out of um ten so we have two left for right. that and basically they get first editions for life
0: right yeah right
1: yeah i remember so talking about that
0: your last time on yeah
1: it's pretty cool um and I and i always release those even ahead of the kickstarter um and they'll be able to like and and i'm really i'm thankful for everyone and we'll I'll do some kind of insider dragon stuff too, where I'll do Q and A's. We did a and A last month, and so I even had so I had everyone on, and we did a uh, like a raffle. Uh, so I have like some merch that will never see the light of day. I had like a goblet, and so I had people guessing, like, all right, whoever can name the most Ronin Saga swords, uh, gets the gets the goblet. And so oh,
0: that's you know, awesome.
1: One of my it was awesome. Annette one, I was like, but well, you guys can't check the book, and then like. A few people like uh, I think Annette did it, and then I was like, okay, well now now see how many can you get checking the books, um, and it was it was cool. when my dragon back as well. And then you got your God tier,
0: yeah. And this is a it, huge. It's insane.
1: I am so I don't even know. I feel like I feel like I'm blown away. I have two people who are God tier right now, and I am I just I every day I'm like you guys are the best, John and Rob, and they just all right just so cool um so basically god's here gets you everything um yeah i think i'm like yeah you this is crazy <laughs> you are crazy um <laughs> but um yeah so they get the one of 1000 printing so the first two books um or three or four or five books or however many dragon tears and we get the literal first edition so um each one's gold kind of signed yeah wow. n- numbered there um they're a recurring character in the book uh so i work them into the saga um sounds- yeah which is pretty which is pretty fun and awesome because they're so interactive actually both uh, for my god tears actually so and, and i think it's just it's just such a family like i know that sounds right. kind of old, but it's like a, it's my patreon fan right so so um and i i think i even sometimes like hey you you guys they, they even mentioned to me sometimes like you don't utilize us as much as you could i'm like you know I, I always want to feel like i'm giving more than i'm getting but um i definitely feel very honored um so right. yeah i'm gonna keep that going and i'm gonna really try to keep as many and i'm always open if someone's like hey look i would love like a mo- more monthly q and a's um or i'd love more inside chapters or i think you should you know publish a compendium and really push towards that i'm also doing um more short stories for my patreons
0: so okay. i think that's
1: going to be one of the most popular things it's like hey look we really want to hear backstory on And i'm like all right okay like you guys are awesome i'll i'll, I'll spend like you know three or four weeks uh doing right. like a little 30 40 page thing um but yeah the moral stories I'm, I'm i'm i love uh hearing what else what what directions what else can i provide um so i'm always trying to think of new ways for that but
0: right mostly that's family. awesome yeah. So you have so Sky Thief is coming out. The Kickstarter is launching as of this as of this recording uh Ju- July 9- 19th. Correct. So congratulations um for getting another Kickstarter going out here. I and know.
1: This is I this know. is fun stuff. Every, this is
0: exciting. Yeah. I
1: know. And all the illustrations are ready and the book is ready and everything. We're going to have yeah. We got the physical copies and and uh I think this is going to be definitely definitely one of the biggest ones yet it's crazy because i think we hit some pretty cool goals for book four and Mm -hmm. and all that which makes sense you know everyone's like i want to dive back in but a book one of a new series you know i think um last one was the audiobook the audiobook alone of tides of fate i think was like eighteen thousand or twenty thousand. um but i think this one's going to be huge um i really am excited to see how many uh new readers and returning readers we can get um and -hmm. so i think I have, I have some pretty lofty goals on it. And it's cool too that we, so much of it is already, a lot of it's created. Some of it's really like, I'm curious, what else do you guys want to see? Do you want to see, you know, yeah, that gold foil embossed and this and how many more illustrations? Um, but I love that. I've been trying to accrue as much already behind the scenes. So when we launch, one's like, oh my God, I get a book with, you know, 52 different illustrations and uh, 16 different um styles and designs and so um so yeah i'm trying to provide as much as i can on this one so i'm, I'm excited for it Right, cool
0: well thanks for coming back on man yeah thank you. yeah yeah um so listen so when you get book five coming out or when you get book or when you get book two coming out depending if you, you come, come back on and we'll, we'll chat some more this has been great i would,
1: I would love that this is yeah. You ask the best questions, and I, uh, I always have a blast. And now that I'm a friend of the show, I feel honored. that's right. You
0: made friend of the show, yeah. I made friend of the show.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, thanks a lot, Matt.
1: Thank you so much, Marty.
0: so fun i like to to chat with those two guys you know the, the father son so duo
1: energy yeah. i met them yeah i met them like what uh like six or six, six years ago i could mention like yeah we're thinking about writing a fantasy book one well, like you know i just kind of just you know, like next thing i know they're they're crushing it yeah, um, yeah they're the, they're they're great they're always just selfless too they're always like hey you know like here's this awesome podcaster yeah.
0: Uh, and then you couldn't get on that one, so you came on my podcast. Instead. Yeah, I know exactly why I
1: like, where is he. And like, I'll take the backup, though. You know, I'll take the backup.
0: All right, all right, Matthew. Let me get this intro, and we'll jump right into it. Here we go. <laughs>